0: how did you decide to write a book (laughs) i mean like you're not busy enough as it is you know it was one of those things where it wasn't even what's how do you put it it's just you know i just knew that it was it was going to happen. It had to happen. And the content of this book, I just i there was no question that this needs to be available beyond the confines of coaching sessions or workshops, mm-hmm. you know, or the work that I was doing. it's i I knew it just it had to be out in the world. And so i I really let my inspiration guide the way and I trusted that it was all going to come together at the right time and it sure did and it would spit it really it's a it's a wonderful story of just you know how inspiration timing people mentorship just you know you know it's so crazy Jennifer I I mean I was I'd been wanting to do this for a good maybe five years Uh knowing exactly what the content of this book needed to be but the timing just wasn't right or this. And I just, I knew it because I could feel it in my body yeah. and I wasn't hard on myself. I know it's like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And sure enough, it was near the latter part of 2019 that it was like, okay, all systems are go now is the time. And so I <laughs> Ding! take it serious, <laughs> dive in. And literally it was right at the beginning of 2020 Oh. January 2020 that I'm, they've got the outline mapped out. I'm being mentored by Christine Carlson who co co-authored don't, don't sweat the small stuff series. Uh-huh. And she's just wonderfully lovingly wow. taken me under her wing and her editor who is like a soul sister to me now. I mean, it's just, it was amazing. We're mapping it out. I get going. And then all of a sudden the world shuts down. It's like, Whoa. And so that, and here I travel quite a bit for work yeah. <laughs> so now with COVID, I thought, wow, I got time. Yeah, guess yeah. what? <laughs> I know. And so, it's I started, I literally sat down with them, mapped this out, got to work the first week of January, and I finished the manuscript at the D- December 27th of that year. So, it took me the full year to put this into book form, which really was a pretty wonderful, magical experience. But, yeah. but it's interesting that it, it took, you know, the COVID year, the yeah. first COVID year. Yeah. And, you know, you, you don't know what may have happened that would have distracted you had you been pulled in all these other directions, but here there was an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, you were going to work on it anyway, but yeah. here was an opportunity to just hunker down and get it done. That's right. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So again, always on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. Thank um, you. Thank so, you. so let's talk about the book. Yeah. Yeah. So there are these five decisions. That's right. Um, and I like to call them perceptual shifts. Really? Okay. It's, it's, they are their choices and you know, it's, what we choose to perceive, what we choose to interpret, what we choose to believe, what we choose to know, dictates all of our reality, and it's all true. at the choice level. And you know, until we actually acknowledge that, it's easy to fall to this premise that we're victim to circumstances, we're victim to outside conditions, that we really have no control over the quality of our life, and. You know, this book is really about, you know, let the world be as it may. Let's harness choice to Mm -hmm. truly live the life of our dreams, the life we were born to live, a life of joy and meaning and fulfillment, regardless of the conditions. That's true freedom. And I I stand for freedom, for possibility, for joy, and for empowerment. And so that's what these five choices are really about is how what perceptual shifts are necessary to go from that paradigm of living a conditional Mm -hmm. life where Mm -hmm. conditions need to be just so in order to feel a certain way to being unconditional in your thriving. And that there's a lot to it because it's about how do I relate to the stuff out there? But more importantly, how do I relate to myself? Mm -hmm. What is the relationship I have with myself? And so To be really honest, this book, that the core of what this is about, it's how the relationship you have with yourself forms the primary perceptual lens that you look through that gives rise to how you perceive, what you see, what you interpret, what you believe, which really is everything. Yeah. And so if we can get to that, and we can, that's what the book's about. If we can get to that primary, lens which is completely formed by the relationship you have with yourself and really get what this is about oh my gosh and and get it in place and align it it's that's where freedom that's when that's when freedom is inevitable yeah it's as though you're going through these acknowledgments and deliberate choices so that you can get to a point where you can honor yourself to be free yes that's it yeah nice yeah and and this is where my math background comes in because you know it's it's i almost kind of treat it like a math proof right and so like here <laughs> i completely understand it just cracks me up because i'm like, like oh, yeah linear yep like it's right that. it's like it's it's like here are the axioms <laughs> and so you know' and this is just some basic truths that Air build form. on each other right and we get to this place where okay it's quite irrefutable that life is wonderful. if you choose to you know, go forth in this way. <laughs> so, so what are the five perceptional ships? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll list them here and it's going to be, it's, they might sound interesting, but what I think about the magic of this book is to really dive in and understand the nuance of these, because there's so much more than meets the eye. Now, the first one we covered, which is, feel it out. Don't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason for that is because, you know, all of us are trained to follow a formula fits. And I think it's largely because of our schooling and our, in our educational yep. system, Yep. you know, do what you're told, get the good grades, then you can do this. Then you go to college and you get a good job and make lots of money, and then you'll be happy. Okay. And so we're trained away from following our heart, and instead following a formula to mm-hmm. gain the approval and acceptance of others of which we place so much value. And so feeling it out really just honors the fact that everything we want everything we think we want is is not for the thing it's actually for the feeling we think we would have as a result of the thing but we never think about it that way. Yeah. We just stop at the thing. So that first choice is really about how to navigate differently and really listen to what's true and stop playing to the, the, the party line that all of us have just conditioned ourselves to that have us chasing ideals, but then feeling hollow. So that's the first choice. The second choice is there is no way things or you should be. (laughs) And straight up, there's just, there is no way things should be. And this is one of my favorite ones because this can go quite deep. The third one is you are already complete. Mm. You are already complete. Oh no, it's, you are, it's no, sorry. The third one is it's always working out for you. The fourth is you are already complete. I tend to switch those around because they both kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. But this, but those, those, it's so magical when you realize like, it's always working out for you. And this can be hard for folks. They're like, wait a minute, but this instance in my life, this situation over here, look at what's going on over there. And so it's a big conversation to have. And, you know, it does take some reorienting of our perception to say, "Like, well, what would, what would actually become true if I were to decide that everything was happening in service to my health and wholeness? What if everything was for my own health and wholeness? And so that's an amazing conversation because it really requires that we take a look around and say, you know what? We don't grow just in the light. We grow in the dark. You know, we can't have joy without pain. We can't have birth without death. It's just a part of the process. And so recognizing that all of it is... To, to, to accept everything as it is without resistance is a huge part of of orienting into this perspective that it's always working out for you. The fourth, you are already complete. You are already mm-hmm. whole and complete. I mean, can you imagine just right there? That's freedom. Right. It's because <laughs> so many people don't believe that. That's right. That's exactly. I, mean, that. I would say the majority of people out there do not believe that. Mm-hmm. And that's what causes so much disconnection And that's what causes so much numbing and so much autopilot. And it's just a choice. It's just a choice. And so in this, in that one, I really dive into like, what does that actually mean? And so on the surface, this might make sense, but it gets, it's, it's pretty fun. You know, how can we actually claim that? (laughs) And which leads to the fifth choice, which is so in my, in my experience, in my experience, in my opinion, so profound, but it's the difference between knowing and believing. And the fifth choice is no, don't believe. You have to know your worth. Don't believe your worth, know your worth. And the profundity of that really has to do with the difference between what it means to be conditional and unconditional. And so all of these together really lead to a life of joy, meaning, and freedom. And what my clients tend to say is it leads to time, energy, spaciousness, and just a lot of creative bandwidth, which yeah. it's like, gosh, wouldn't all of us like more of that? <laughs> you no, know? of course. Yeah. But you you have to put in the work. It's not as though you can just read it and it's like, oh, of course life is going to be grand now. There's There's some work that personally you have to do to go through each of these steps. Oh yeah. 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 And it's, but it's not hard work and that's, Part of what I have to help people see is we've been trained to work hard to achieve things to get somewhere. but the work that's that I'm I'm rec- the, that I'm suggesting here is perceptual. Mm-hmm. So these are perceptual shifts and it's not that it's hard. It does require effort and attention only right. because we are so programmed to go about it a different way. So we've got all these neural networks in support of automatic behaviors right? towards achieving stuff. So to orient into a new way of being that is actually a lot easier is an effect. It's not hard. It's just, it takes effort to remember to walk a new path. Yeah. So that's part of, you know, the, the conversation of all of this is it's a lot easier than you think. Yes, it does take time, attention, and effort yeah. and patience, but it's, this isn't effortful. This is quite free. This is quite Yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening. This is Jennifer Woolley. Catch you next time on the SBL podcast. Bye.